Yes, sir. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. It's about time. It's your boy Manny, a.k.a. Passport Manny. One half of the Food Podcast. The Food Podcast. That's what myself, Manny, a.k.a. Passport, and the G.O.D. Flacco Bay, my brother. All right? And we drop those every, like, Tuesday and Wednesday, right? But that's not what you're listening to right now. That is not what you what you're here for. What you're here for is my solo dolo venture. You know what I mean? This, this is something I'm doing on my own. My own thoughts. My subjects that I want to talk about. And I'm going to have my own guest eventually. All right? What we do here, the vocal point of this podcast is going to be boxing. But we're going to talk about other things, too. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to talk about other things, all types of things, all types of subjects. Anything y'all want to talk about. All right? But the reason... I made the vocal point of this of this podcast. Boxing is because I correlate a lot of things in life through boxing. You know what I mean? For example, boxing is a very uh, racially charged sport, right? And you know, a lot of things in the black experience, man, you can correlate through boxing. You can see through boxing. You can see how you can see how boxing can divide a room. You can see how divided people are. You can see how some people can come together. And you see how uh, you see a lot of uh, double standards, a lot of discrimination, racism in the sport. All right. You see how uh, you see the true nature of people when it comes to boxing. I've seen that a lot. You see the true nature. You see what people really think about you, really think about your people through boxing. You know what I mean? Some of the some of the people you think is, is not racist should have come out when you're watching boxing. But just on a smaller note, for example, how I correlate boxing with, with my experiences in life is, you know, the older I get, the more I become, and the more I listen to music, you know, I, I, the more I have to stave off being the get off my lawn guy, right? You gotta stave off that 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 get off being the get off my line guy, the, you know, the guy that don't want that's stuck in one era, right? The guy that just want to listen to nineteen, you know what I mean? He want to he don't listen to nothing past ninety eight, or he might not listen to nothing past two thousand six. You stuck, you stuck, homie. You don't want to be that guy, right? And I gotta I, trust me, man. I was I was kind of that guy, you know what I mean, for the longest. I mean, I wasn't really perceptive to a lot of this new shit, new stuff. You know, I was I was listening to this stuff and I was like, man, I'm not really loving this new stuff. You know what I mean? Not really loving this new stuff. I mean, especially now, man, you know, a lot of this stuff, man, I listen, I hear it and I'm like, you know, a lot of these guys glorifying drug use and all this stuff. And this is like, man, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Is there anything else you can talk about? 
And it's also a generation that don't really focus on lyrics as much. And for the longest, that that drove me crazy and that drove me away from the you know the music that I love the most, and that's hip hop. You know, what I mean, the, you know, the art form that I love the most, hip hop. And going back to the boxing thing, the point I'm trying to make is. You see this a lot in boxing as well, right? Boxing is a historical sport. You know what I mean? It's been around for a long time. Over 100 years, obviously. And you you get you got a lot of uh, fans throughout history. You got people who claim that they're boxing historians. You got people who claim that they're boxing purists whatnot. But what happens is you get a lot of people who just really they just stuck in one era. They can't get they can't get out of a certain era. You know, they're stuck. And they can't move past one era. They can't move past the nineteen seventies where you had all the great heavyweight champions. You had all these great heavyweights in the nineteen seventies, Muhammad Ali, Ernie Shavers. George Foreman, Joe Frazier, Ken Norton, list goes on. Or the 1980s Four Horsemen, Duran, Hearns, Hagler, Leonard. Can't get past that. They can't get past the, uh, you know, the Hawk, Aaron Pryor, guys like that. Shout out, you know, rest in peace to, uh, Aaron Pryor from my hometown, Cincinnati. You know, and you hear you you see these guys, man, and they you know you might see these guys at the barber shop, and these guys, man, they kind of just sit there and they just like, hey, you know what, man, ain't gonna, ain't nobody ever gonna be better than, than Leonard, ain't nobody gonna ever be better than than uh you know Ali, blah blah blah, you know Ozzy blah, but. What happens is, man, if once you do that, man, you get left behind, man. And the sport move, sport will move on without you. And you miss out on a lot of great things, man. You, you miss out on a lot of great fighters. You know what I mean, it's a lot of great fighters right now that people missing out on just because they shut themselves off in the sport, just because their favorite fighter don't fight no more, just because people that look like them don't fight no more. Again, it's a racially charged sport. It just is, you know. But what point I'm trying to make is how these correlated is. I I found myself criticizing that guy that was doing that, that that so-called purist, so-called historian. I was like challenging them people like, hey, I challenge you to try to appreciate what we got today. Go out and find a fighter and follow him today. One of the new fighters, one of the new generation. Follow that man. See what that guy's doing in the sport, and what you'll, you know. And I did that with the intent of, you know, making making those people realize that hey, there's still there's great fighters in the sport right now. But also, it also caused me to sort of look back at myself in the mirror when it comes to hip hop. Like, hey, bro, you gotta. You gotta enjoy this this music that's being made today. You can't just be stuck on Nas and Hove and 
Big and Pac and and, and Ghostface and, and and Pun and all them dudes in the uh, you know in the nineties, early two thousands, like you know the Locks, D Block. You know you gotta let you gotta let that go, man. You gotta enjoy that, enjoy that. Look back on those days, fond memories. But you gotta also come up to date and appreciate the music that's being made now for what it is. You know what I mean? No, these guys don't really focus on lyrics as much. No, they're not really MCs like they used to be. But they there are still great rappers out there making great music. J. Cole's Kung Fu Kenny's of the world. You know what I mean? Them dudes making good music, man. And it's and it's dudes making music who don't necessarily who's who are not like rapidly rap type type people. You know what I mean? They making they making good music too. They making music that people want to listen to. Shit that bump. Shit that's still bumping your speaker. And that's a big part of hip hop. That's something you should appreciate in hip hop. You know what I mean? So everybody can't be outcast. Every group can't be outcast. Every group can't be a tribe called Quest. Alright? But that don't mean that you can't appreciate them for what they are. For the music that they make it now. Alright? But yeah, it's a lot of great fighters, man. It's a lot of great fighters right now. And it's a lot of great musicians right now. But getting to the sport of boxing, it's a lot of great fighters right now. And one of the one of the young cats coming up. One of the one of the cats from my home state. I'm from Cincinnati. He from Toledo. That's about about two hours away, about two hour, two and a half, you know, two hours and a half away from Cincinnati, I think. So up north, northern Ohio. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm still I'm still gonna I'm still gonna big up the man. The man the man Robert Easter Jr., aka E Bunny. E Bunny Jr., man, good dude. Man, I know some people who know his parents. And they said this is this a, he a good cat, man. He a good dude, man. He run with the Broner team, about billions. And you know, he a good dude, man. From what I hear, man, and I believe it, man. He seemed like a, a down to earth dude in the interviews I see. I see him on YouTube a lot. Every time I see him next to Broner, man, he seemed like he a cool cat. You know what I mean? I think I I saw this dude. He came through one time. I ain't gonna say where I seen him, but yeah, yeah, he, he cool dude, man. So uh yeah, E Bunny this week is fighting this week against Mikey Garcia Jr. Mikey Garcia Jr. is the younger brother of Robert Garcia. I said Mikey Garcia Jr., didn't I? Nah, his name is Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia is the younger brother of Robert Garcia. Robert Garcia is a former uh champ at 130. Uh he was fighting around the same time Floyd Mayweather was fighting, was was coming up. Uh he had uh, his biggest fight of his career was probably against Chico Corrales, and he got stopped in that fight. That was like sort of the beginning of the end for Robert Garcia. But Robert Garcia was a pretty good fighter, man. Um, keep it a buck. Robert Garcia was a good fighter, but yeah, he did get stopped. But he he got stopped by uh, Chico Corrales, and that was right around the time he was trying to unify the belts with Floyd Mayweather. Uh, but. Getting to the future, um, to the present, I should say. Um, 
Right now, his his younger brother, Mikey, Mikey Garcia. Mike Garcia is a really good fighter. Mike Garcia is a, a really good fighter. If, um, you know, two division, uh, two weight. I think he's a three three weight division champion. Uh, belts at one twenty six, I believe, and also just recently picked up a title at one thirty five, and he also picked up a title at one forty. But what he's trying to do now is he's trying to unify the titles at one thirty five. So it's a big fight, man. It's a, uni- it's a unification fight. So he gonna be fighting Robert Easter Jr. It's a it's a big step up for um, E Bunny. Big step up, I believe. This this is the this is the tough. I, I believe it's gonna be the biggest on paper. This is the best opponent that Mike um, that E Bunny has faced. Uh, some people will argue if this is the this is the hardest fight that Mikey Garcia's ever faced. I mean, he just did beat Broner. He beat Broner, I think, two fights ago. But I mean, when you start breaking it down, you start looking at the uh, the style matchup. You know, E Bunny's a tall, long, rangy type fighter. Even though he doesn't use his reach enough. Um. Man, this could be a tough fight for for the sh- for the shorter Mikey Garcia, man. So, Mikey gonna have to watch out, man. Um, Mikey is a Mikey got a really good right hand. Uh, he's an accurate f- fighter. He's a very fundamental type fighter. He don't really he don't really you know. There's no there's no uh, no frills, man. No 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 special effects about Mikey Garcia, but he's he's super fundamental. In a lot of ways, it's like that's like Errol Spence Jr. That's like Free Smoke Jr. You know what I mean? He he's uh, he he's there's no special effects with Mikey. Mikey will come out and Mikey does his thing, man. Very very uh, very accurate. Decent hand speed, not the fastest, but he got good power. Good power for his size. His powers, his power is carried up through the weight classes. Um, especially at one thirty-five, he had a big knockout against uh slot slot ten. I can't remember the. Uh, I can't say the dude's name. Um, the guy he knocked out, but he knocked out a dude at one thirty-five to win the belt. Big knockout, and um. Damn, I have to start having notes, man, for these names. But uh, yeah, the guy he knocked out had had a impressive record. Had a bunch of knockouts on his record. Yeah, Mikey Garcia caught him with an uppercut, man, put him to bed. But yeah, Mikey Garcia versus uh, Robert Easter Jr. And it should be interesting. Um, Robert Easter Jr. just changed his camp. He working with Cunningham out of St. Louis. And, uh, you know, Cunningham actually, you know, uh, Adrian Broner's last camp was with Cunningham. Uh, Tank Davis, his, his, he, he, had this, he shared the same camp. And Tank Davis, man, whoo. Tank Davis came out beasting. Out of that camp, that, that that last fight with Tank, man, what he did to uh, what he did to the last guy he fought, man, go back and watch that fight if you can. Go on YouTube and look that up. 
Tank Davis is a beast, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not familiar with uh, Javante Tank Davis, fight under the Mayweather Promotions Camp, the money team. Tank Davis is a beast. Can box, got power, accurate, can move, tough as hell. Little dude, man, knocking true knockout power. One of the few in the sport that got true knockout power. He's a beast, but yeah, but man, I got, I lost focus there for a minute. All right, um, but nah, going back, E Bunny, E Bunny taking on Mikey Garcia Jr. Mike Garcia, I keep saying Mikey Garcia Jr. He taking on Mikey Garcia, E Bunny Jr. taking on Mikey Garcia this week. It's gonna be a big ass fight. Uh, my predictions for this fight. My prediction for this fight is I got to keep it a buck, man. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you what my heart and my head think. I, who I want to win, basically, and who I think is going to win. I want E-Bunny to pull this shit out. I want him to pull the upset off. I want him to come out there, and I want him to I want him to dog Mikey, man, to be honest, man. Because I ain't never seen Mikey in the dog fight. And I've had uh, anybody that tell you um, that I talk boxing with, they'll tell you, man, I've had this... This theory about Mikey for the longest, man, is that Mikey looking for an extra strategy out of the sport. Mikey's not going to hang around the sport forever. And I think right now that time is coming for Mikey. I think I think he wants to fight Earl Smith Jr., Free Smoke Jr. after this fight. I think Mikey looking for a way out. But Mikey want to go out with a big fight where he can make the most money and he can go out on top. He can go out with a major payday. That's what Mikey. That's what Mikey looking for. So definitely think um, Mikey. I think I, will it happen this fight? I don't know. I, I call. I actually picked. I picked Broner. Believe it or not, I picked Broner to beat Mikey. I thought Broner was gonna go out there and, and eventually demolish Mikey. I really did. I thought he was gonna go to the body. I thought he. I thought he was eventually gonna walk Mikey down. That did not happen. Mikey boxed circles around Broner. Locked Broner up. Broner couldn't let his hands go in that fight. Which that's the history with him though. But as far as this fight right here, man, Bunny ain't got the problems that Broner got. See Bunny see Bunny's still fresh. Bunny ain't got he ain't got what they call he ain't got his he ain't got his pack busted yet. Broner got his pack busted. Broner got after that Maidana fight, Broner was not the same. Broner was not the same after that Madonna fight. He got his pack busted. You know, they call it, some people call it getting your cherry busted. You know what I mean? He got his pack busted and he won he, he won the same. But e Bunny is not that E Bunny is not, that's not happening to him yet. Some might argue that this is the fight that it'll happen. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think I think I think Mikey Garcia in for a tough fight, but I'm picking Mikey Garcia. I just think Mikey Garcia is he got too much experience. He got he got just enough power at one thirty five. I think he gonna keep. Um, I think he gonna keep e-, e Bunny at bay, man. I really do. So I, I mean, if I'm keeping it real and I'm and I'm really being analytical, then I'm looking at it. Yeah, I think um, I think Mikey Garcia got just enough movement, just enough power in that right hand. 
to to uh, you know to keep E Bunny at bay. And E Bunny doesn't. Unfortunately, E Bunny don't use his range. He don't use his long. You know, he doesn't use his 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 length. He doesn't fight like a tall fighter. He fight he fight a little bit. You know, he fight a little bit like Broner, man. He like to get on the inside. He don't really move a lot. You know, he like to go to the body and you know. He don't usually use a shoulder roll or nothing like that. I mean, his defense is okay, but he, he kind of get hit. You know what I mean? E-Bunny get hit. So, <sighs> unfortunately, I think, yeah, it's going to be a little bit too much for E-Bunny. I think Mike Garcia is going to win the majority of these rounds, and I think he's going to come out with a unanimous decision. Now, but part of me want to see him come out here, and I want to see him dog Mikey. I want to see him uh, give Mikey a really hard fight at least. I think he can he can do that if if he been working on the jab in camp. If you've been working on that jab in camp, where he can use that jab, he he can keep Mikey on his on his on his back foot. He can back Mikey up and go to the body and let his hands go and set Mikey up. It could work out for Robert. It could work out for E-Bunny. Robert Easter Jr. You know? And I'm also seeing... Um, I'm also seeing and hearing rumors that... This ain't been the, this ain't been the greatest training camp for, for Garcia. For Mikey Garcia. So... That can come back and hunt... Can hunt him. You know, if he, if he, if he go out there and... You know, he's he's struggling to make weight because this guy's notorious for missing weight and notorious for struggling with his weight. If he go out there, man, he's struggling to make weight and he wind it, you know, later in the fight. You know, E-Bunny, E-Bunny, E-Bunny can get him. E-Bunny got decent power at that weight. You know, he's not the most, he's not the biggest hitter, but E-Bunny can punch. And again, he's working with Cunningham, man, and I think... I think unlike Broner, I think he listening to Cunningham and he not partying. He not going to parties and going to the club and in between training uh, training sessions and all that stuff like Broner was Broner be doing. Nah, this dude probably he zeroed in, man. He zeroed in. He hungry and he and he's insulted by Mike. He taking this stuff with Mikey personal. He know, but he not. I don't think E Money's gonna get too emotional, man. I really don't. So, like I said. Uh, go ahead and sum it up, wrap it up on that fight. My prediction is I'm uh, I gotta keep it a hundred. Predicted Mikey Garcia to win that fight, unanimous decision. But I think it's gonna be a tough fight for Mikey. I really do. I think it's gonna be a dog fight with Mikey. You gonna have to, Mikey gonna have to show what he made of. All right. So yeah, like I said, it's just a, this is a demo episode right now. Just testing it out. Seeing how I can make this shit work. So, peace.